0: Now can you dig it sucker? Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Stedman History Podcast. We are back, we've got a guest. This week I'm joined by the amazing Kate Donaghy, actor, singer, beatboxer. We're talking all things theatre, we're talking about beatboxing, we're talking about singing, we dive into a little bit of Avril Lavigne and the many many hits, we also talk about gymnastics, backflips, trampoline and we're covering it all, there's lots of laughter, lots of fun, lots of positivity, it was really really nice Chad, great time, it was really really fun, there's like a moment where it probably sounds like we're outside in the middle of a playground and we're not, we are not, it's my neighbour's kids and they're running at the door, so if you're thinking what's that noise coming from in the background, it's because I recorded in my kitchen and that sound got picked up, Woo! I'm feeling pumped. I'm feeling good. There's been a lot of good news this week. There's been a lot of fun things that have been happening. Found out that Pink Miss will be streaming on the Bristol Old Vic website from the 22nd of March, the day before my 32nd birthday, for four weeks only. If you saw the show a couple of years ago, or if you listened to the podcast and heard me speak to George Mann about that, then you will know what an amazing time I had working on it and all that kind of stuff. But that's not for today. Oh, no, 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 no. Because today is another podcast day. It's another moment. I've had a really good week. It's been fun. It's been good. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thanks to everyone that's checked out the other episodes. Also, if you want to give me a follow, then you can on Instagram at Stedman History. Like, rate, review, tell your friends, talk about the podcast. If you want to follow Kate, you can follow her at Kate W. Donerkey on Twitter. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at Alex Stedman. Let's go straight in to the podcast. Here we go.
1: I was listening to Alex's the other day and she said uh, the whole thing about this meeting is being recorded. Um, I've heard it too. Have it's you? The- It's in a group one. So I think it's just little ones that she doesn't speak.
0: That's so she only only appears for the big bucks. (laughs) (laughs) So Kate, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, um, my name is Kate Donachy and I am an actor, singer and beatboxer from Sutton in South London. Um, Is that a good intro?
0: That was a good intro. Very succinct. No one has said where they're from before. I don't think so. You're oh, the first one.
1: Exactly. Right. I've got you exactly. Sutton in South London. If you'd like to come and find me, that's weird. <laughs> don't, don't come and find me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if Anyone listening right now wants to find you. They know exactly where you are in Sutton. They can just walk around and it's locked down. So not many people would be out. So it'd be obvious when you go out that you're exactly. there. Just know. Have you So you've always lived in Saturn. Is that where you grew up?
1: Yes. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I was about to give the road name that I, that I was born. That's so weird. Um, yeah. So born in Saturn and raised, um, and I only ever lived in in two houses. Just like um, like went to school always like really close. Never been that far away um, for long periods of time. I guess
0: very nice Uh, what inspired you to uh to get into the old acting game
1: oh i think um and i hope she's listening um my sister actually um and it's probably a bit of that sibling thing i don't know if it was that sibling you know when you see your brother or sister do something and then well no because you're an only child so i don't know (laughs) if you do
0: know that that.
1: (laughs) stereotype of um of watching someone else do something and I remember I was in Sutton High Street because that's where I'm from <laughs> um, and there was so the drama club that she went to and that I later went to um, they were doing this performance in the high street of teachers John Godber and I was watching it and I just said to my mum, I was like yeah that's what I want to do I want to do that um, and then i joined that same drama club and um, my sister I, th- I mean we've spoken about this i think she knows it yeah at first she didn't want me to go because it was her thing and i completely understand that now looking back on it um but yeah my mom was like no i'd rather you both go to the same club like we trust john our, t- our teacher and stuff and we trust him like let's let's both send you there and i think she enjoyed it like i still remember my first lesson and we worked together um and I, I yeah, I, I like to think that she enjoyed it, but she might tell you otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> so that, so you were quite young then. So that was like a real kind of early, early acting bloomer.
1: Yeah. Cause I think I was, I I, I I, wasn't as young as some people. Like some people are like, oh, she was dancing out the womb. I don't think I was that. Cause I was, like, we did a bit of dance and stuff. And then I went off and did trampolining, and that I loved that. That was my Saturday morning club, and I loved it. Um, and then, yeah, obviously started to get the bug for it when I saw Alex. And then I joined that club when I was 13, 14. Oh, okay. So, it, yeah, I still think, although I wasn't, like, behind, I hadn't been doing it from a really young age, but I think always, at, like, school plays and stuff like that, um, I always got involved in. I remember I was... <laughs> I remember an audition for a school play. I sang Round Round by the Sugar Babes in a, it, there was three of us. I don't know if we harmonised, but we definitely sang that and we practised so hard for that. Um, I don't think I got a part actually.
0: After all of that practice?
1: After all of that practice. It wasn't like a big part. It wasn't. It wasn't the part that I felt I deserved in the
0: moment, but
1: considering I can't even think of what that part was, I think I'm over it.
0: but But probably so you mentioned about about singing and i was going to mention that because i've written great voice voice. did you have lessons teach yourself (laughs) singing what music are you into that's all the questions just right there oh
1: my god all of them okay so my singing journey um (laughs) it started why did you know what it was i'd um in my in my junior school, they did this talent competition thing at the summer fair, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, I can. I'd I'd like to do that." Um, and I was terrified. And I sang, <laughs> I sang Avril Levine," God love her. Um, oh, what? I sang the slow song on the album. I've, I've still got that album. upstairs, says I think? I'm with you. Yeah. That that's what it was, yeah. Oh my God, yes. Oh God, I'm going to listen to that one when, uh, when this is finished. Um, <laughs> maybe that's the roll up credits. And my friend sang "Complicated," oh, yeah. and it was it was more upbeat, and she had a really good voice and stuff, and she won. Um, and I came, I think I came third, and then second was my first boyfriend actually um Gary Crew hey um I think I think it was him I think he sang Robbie Williams it was the great it was a great talent (laughs) Um, show all the hits I know all of them um yeah so I I did that and I was just so nervous and I think I even nearly walked away then and there was a couple of other occasions that again like talent things that for some reason I would put myself forward for and absolutely cap myself before it and I remember crying and I remember one of them my dad had come to see it and I just bawled my eyes out and I I went out and I was like dad I can't do it I can't I've got to go on stage right and I can't do it I can't do it that that was a Leona Lewis song that one Um, (laughs) and um, all, all the hits and he just said the easiest thing you can do is walk away and I'll go with you like he was like, I'm, I'm not really up for watching 20 kids sing a song each, um, so I'll go with you and it's fine. And he said, Just remember, it's the person that that paid it. Like, obviously, inflation would change this, but remember the person that paid 50 quid for their ticket. It was not 50 quid for this school talent show, it's what I think of now because western prices you know yeah. um but it was like just remember the person that's paid for their ticket it's for them it's not about you it's for them and that is the one thing that i've always remembered um and so now i still get nervous and i still really panic before i go on stage um but i do always remember that so thanks dad um but yeah after that i did a bit of amdram and did that kind of musical theater singing and stuff and, and i enjoyed it it was it was great um and there was no pressure on it, really. And then, when I was 19, I think, I joined the BAC Beatbox Academy. Um, and honestly, like, I I didn't know I could sing the way that I sang there until I got there. And I nearly didn't go to that audition. I still think about that today. That I. I woke up, it was a Saturday morning and I woke up and I was like, I, I can't do this. I was like, I don't I don't really know, I don't know what was going to be there. And I, again, like got so nervous about it. But I was like, Alex has been to BAC before. Like I know where it is. Like I'll just, I'll just go. And I went and this audition, it was just a workshop audition and it was so good. And I got in and, um, like it, it's not auditions anymore. Um, anyone can come. So if you're listening, come. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's and that's where it really started I and mean, it was like all this improvisational music stuff and it was fab and I love it. Um then I went to drama school and completely lost all confidence singing. I didn't sing properly for three years really. I did obviously for singing lessons in there and did the performances that I had to do, but I just completely lost my confidence. Um and then Why came... why do you
0: think that was? Was it just a drama school thing?
1: I think some of it was because I think there was that bit of competition i was like oh well that person's really good and i, I can't sing like that so i do know it's fine you sing and i and i definitely like backed off a little bit and um for fear of being crap i think um and the other thing it was suddenly very controlled and i hadn't done sheet music for a long time 'Cause even in the Amdram stuff, like everyone's singing it together, everyone's learning it together, and it brought it off the page and and someone's just like playing a line through, you sing the line back, and there was less pressure on that on that sheet music. And then obviously you go back into a drama school and they you have to learn your solo song and suddenly you're on your own and I was like, Oh, I don't I don't know if I can do this and i and i panicked because before i was doing all this improvisational improvisational stuff and picking my own notes that i liked and yeah. actually when it was on the sheet i couldn't i couldn't visualize the note to make it sound like my own okay in my head it was like oh it has to sound like this and if i couldn't do that first time i just lost all my confidence and i think yeah, it was just that feeling that there were other people in my class that knew how to that had done sheet music before and, and Had learned to sing in that way before and so people picked up theirs a lot quicker um, and Yeah, I just suddenly got well, I, I can't do this anymore and my nerves like My throat would just tighten like we had to sing at the end of each term We had to sing in front of each other and every time I just shook and I just ah, oh it was terrible really bad yeah happy. no I, I think
0: you're right with the especially the improvisational element to it as well because that's what I've always enjoyed just being like you can just do whatever you want and you're like I'm gonna try this I'm gonna experiment with this instead of it being like this is like the rigid kind of way to do it right. and then also it's the right way but it's the less fun way I know <laughs>
1: and i'm bored now um i mean it's funny because i've i've seen it, during lockdown <clears throat> yeah during lockdown i've gone back to singing lessons um with a classical teacher because i've always uh heard i've always known that belt is a thing and yeah. apparently i do it but i i didn't know what that was and i didn't know if i was doing it in the right way and i didn't know if it was healthy and i'm, I'm quite a methodical logical person um, do methodical and logical mean the same thing. I don't know. Um, I'm quite a me- yeah, well, yeah. They um, do today. Um, uh, I'm quite a methodical person, and so when I, I like to understand what's happening, so I, I was like I really want to go back to singing lessons, and and there's a show coming up that hopefully I mean obviously everything got put back as of the pandemic, but um, there's a show that we're working on. that obviously if we end up doing eight shows a week of it it will be really hard to keep up and i thought i have to start building that stamina up again now and um yeah it's been really funny going back to it because i'm having the same problem now of like oh it's the sheet music and it's different from the broadway soundtrack you know that she doesn't you're not allowed to riff there but you're doing it and i want to do it but i can't do it Mm. um but it's getting easier because now i can understand a bit more of like okay that's why I'm learning the melody that's that's what I have to do with my body at this point to make that sound and it's been great for that to to go back into that way of learning um in a way that just I understand a bit more now and I'm more confident because I've been back to BAC since I finished drama school so um yeah I, I found that that confidence again so it's Good. I enjoy singing now, which is a, a nice little round um circle. So
0: <laughs> That's good. That's good. It <laughs> is good to enjoy because your voice is great. So it is it's uh yeah, it's amazing. What um what inspired you to you mentioned about the beatbox academy. Yeah. Um yeah, what inspired you to to audition?
1: I th- do you remember ideas tap yes yeah so i used to be on that and this audition came up for it and it said singers beatboxers rappers spoken word vocal artists and i was like i don't know what a lot of that is but i do sing and i'd I'd like to sing a bit more um and i think because it was bac and I, i as i said before like my sister alex she She had worked at BAC before, she knew the building, and I thought, well, I can, I I kind of know that it's a nice place, and so I just kind of booked it, Um, and then as I say, yeah, I nearly didn't go, Um, but I did, which I'm very grateful for.
0: (laughs) When did you learn to beatbox?
1: (laughs) Actually, it was really late. So, I mean, I've been going to, uh, to the sessions and, like, been involved with them for a about six seven years now and it's only been in the last two or three years because before there was no need for me to beatbox because there were beatboxes and so i would just always automatically sing but at the beginning of all the sessions we'd do like the foundation beats and stuff and so i could do like your your basic boomti cla thing and i was like great cool and i was like but i don't need to do anything else that's fine oh it's all right yeah it's fine um but then for some reason in the in the past couple of years i just kind of started making more sounds and realizing that i could um so now and my friend that runs it conrad murray he was like um he said you have to start introducing yourself as a beatboxer. and because at first he was like oh no but i can't really do it um but he was just like no because it, it's unusual as well for a girl to be doing it because there's not a lot of girls in uh, in uh, beatboxing it is a male dominated thing and there's some fab uh, women doing it um but there's just not a lot so it's another thing just to kind of stand out and um and do and practice. And yeah, so it's only in the past year that I've kind of gone, yes, I'm an actor, singer and beatboxer.
0: Um, <laughs> nice, I like it, taking the ownership.
1: <laughs> I know, it takes a bit of preparation each time, but once you've got it, oh, it's good.
0: <laughs> it's out there, it's, uh, yeah. That's why I always <laughs> like to ask people to introduce themselves, because instead of being like, yeah, you are this and you mm-hmm. are that, someone might be like, this is what mm-hmm.
1: I do. Exactly it's been nice it's more freeing now to say that so.
0: <laughs> so did you also go to national youth theater i've got that written down here did I you
1: good yeah in oh god you have done your research i love it <laughs> um in 2014 um yeah i did the two week course and honestly like the best two weeks at, at that stage of my life like to come into that and i was living away from home for it and our group was just brilliant like so lovely so talented like we've got some incredible people in our group that are just off doing things and um and we're all kind of still a little bit in touch like we've definitely lost it a little bit and i think only the other day someone tweeted a memory or something and and we all kind of went oh my god how oh yeah. um and it's bad we we definitely should kind of um stay stay in touch a bit more Um, But I think just people are so busy, it's just what happens. But uh, we worked with a woman called Rachel Ellis and she was with, she did kind of more movement based stuff. And it was, it was the first time that I kind of went, Oh my God, I love movement. I love it. And it's okay to make a piece without that many words.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And yeah, I just really enjoyed it. And like that there's still exercises that I learned there that i'll still teach the kids that i teach like the the buy around through thing i think it's a frantic assembly one originally but i could i don't want to copyright that at all because i don't know um but i I think they do it um but yeah it's such a simple thing but we came up with all these routines and uh, and made this whole performance out of it and just like that's incredible it's just such a simple thing and I love movement directors and the work they do because they'll do the most simple exercise and then suddenly it'll just be something beautiful on stage and I, I love it. Um, so yeah, I'm very grateful that I, I managed to do that. I, I didn't, whether it's because I was a bit older when I went and I was kind of looking at doing drama school stuff at the same time and I, I think it was it was only a year after that I actually got in so I didn't get to kind of engage with them as much as i probably should have done and and would have liked to have done now looking back on it because i mean people do incredible things um and shows with uh with them um so yeah that that's one thing like i i wish i'd had the courage to do it earlier because i looked at it i think when i was 14 and i didn't yeah, go because okay. it was 30 quid the audition was 30 quid and i was like i can't spend that what i can't spend 30 quid on an
0: audition but that is a real that is like a real thing isn't it and i remember it as well it being it is a barrier and I can see how it's a barrier to for drama school as well like I didn't audition for loads in London because I didn't live in London and then you have to get there and then pay for them and Mm -hmm. even just something yeah as simple as it being 30 quid and being like I'm not paying that is something yeah and
1: 30 quid to a 14 year old that's a lot and I've always been quite like frugal and well tight basically um and like and I think I remember I remember going through to my mum and dad and it was like something stupid it was like 10 o'clock at night and I decided that that was the time <laughs> to go and approach my mum and dad. They were in bed and I was like, guys, I've just heard about this national youth theater thing. And I think I should go <laughs> and I'm like, well, what, what is it? Like, what, what you What? And, and because they didn't really know what it was, I was like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And I kind of dismissed it. Whereas what I should have done is actually gone in normal hours, um, and discussed it with them and said, would it be okay if, um, and I never did that. And I, I, I kind of taught myself out of it. Um, which I do a lot, as you'll see, as a theme running, through. <laughs>
0: running, running
1: through <laughs> <All> my life.
0: <laughs> Apart from the singing aspect of training, did you enjoy the rest of um, Italia Conti?
1: Yes, I think I did. Yeah, there was definitely hard points, um, and my th- and third year was was tricky, um, but the thing that I I miss now is just that kind of because i love school i love education i'm all for it and i liked the routine of like i know that i have to be at this place at this time and it just so happened that that place that i have to be i'll get to fart around and do exactly what i love doing um because it's really annoying because there's like the whole acting thing is fab when you're working but when yeah. you're not it's really hard and some people love that um i think like i, I mean i was listen to this podcast of like Anna and Alex and I know that they are very kind of free spirits and um and they love the free time or um to to focus on their own work I hope I hope I've said that right so I don't upset them um, but I'm very much a, a like order and I like to know where I am um and so lockdown has been oh, um, <laughs> um but yeah i i like that aspect of it and i like to having homework and i know what this person expects of me now and that's great um so it's really hard when you actually think this uh, this won't carry on when i when i graduate when i finish um learn some great stuff from some great people there's there's probably a few lessons that i have that i that i think there's about three lines of teaching that I have in my head. And every time I approach something, I'm like, this person said this, make sure you do that. Okay, cool. And this one and this one. And then my, my little bits of information. Um, but yeah, it was tough. It was tough, but it was, I think, I think I look back on it. My, my first two years, I definitely look back on fondly.
0: And then straight after that, you went, you and Alex made three years, one week and a lemon drizzle as we you graduated.
1: Did. Yeah. Yeah, we rehearsed for it, it at Conti, actually, for the Edinburgh run. Um, we, yeah, it was that summer. And we, we rehearsed for it at Conti. Then we did it at uh, the, um, the bunker. I nearly called it the bridge there. I was like, we didn't perform at the bridge um, <laughs> um, yet. Um, and, yeah, and then we went straight up to Edinburgh. So that night went straight up. Um, and it was really tough it was it was really tough um, <laughs> but it was great to do it and to have the experience and i think because we've been working on it for so long because um yeah we started when i was in first year and i okay. would stay at drama school and then go and visit alex at central and and work there for a, a few hours and she she'd usually like have done most of the she knew the plan she knew what she wanted to do and I just had to do it basically so <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you create it was it created it was created together was it created together
1: it wasn't it wasn't like <laughs> it was, she let me have a scene and I think both of us hate that scene now <laughs> we both freely admit that um no she she basically because it was for her masters she a lot of her work revolved around kind of planning it and, and making sure the sessions that we had together were were valuable because obviously we didn't have long together so i would go in there was a lot of automatic writing stuff so she'd get me to just write where we right she'd write the questions before and then i just have to go and answer them um and yeah like little movementy things like she had all the ideas in her head um and then yeah when i came along we just kind of I mean slotted me into it and kind of formed the script a little bit of like how we would talk together and obviously yeah i think i i think i offered some idea i can't remember now it's like there's been so many versions of it that i think both of us has probably lost the plot of like what what was it at first there were post-its at one point we started off alex went on stage and put some post-its down and then i think we we realised were like, why? Why are we doing that? Why we? Would... Okay. <laughs> Too meta. <matter."> um, <laughs> um, uh, But yeah, I think ironically, when we came back from Edinburgh, we had a run in uh, the Canal Cafe. We changed it again for that, and I think that was the version that we were like, yeah, that's what we want. So it took a lot of learning and and doing it and changing it and doing it and changing it. But I think now we have a version that we're happy with.
0: <laughs> Do you think you'll perform it again?
1: I think we will. I don't know when, because like, we did speak about it. And I think after the Canal Cafe run, we, we just thought we'd need a break. Like after Edinburgh, doing that show, because it's very personal, it's autobiographical, it's tough. And Edinburgh's tough anyway. Like, it just wears you down, plus do a show that wears you down. <laughs> like, it's, it's a lot. Um, yeah. And I think, so we needed to take a step back from it to kind of go, okay, make sure we're all good and we're all happy. But there's definitely a thing that we're looking at of like, we'd love to take it into schools. Um, yeah. Definitely got like an educational um, side to it and and like offer workshops alongside that um, and making autobiographical things. Like I know Alex is, um, does workshops with about creating autobiographical work. Um, so yeah, I think we, we have to take care of each other and care of the show. Um, I think some of that is getting um, again we've spoken about it in terms of like getting a producer on board because it's that kind of show that to market it yourself as well as perform it it's just hard it's really hard in Edinburgh um, but yeah I never say never and I think it'd be interesting we've spoken about it'll be interesting like when we're 40 to do it then. like like what's the dynamic when we're 80 do it then i mean i don't know if we'll be doing it
0: (laughs) it's just really like zimmer frames just coming on and it's
1: me with my guitar doing my little song still jesus
0: like bet, and then the producer just being like you know we could just put like an instrumental track under and you could just pretend (laughs) to play your guitar because i don't want to say the guitar's not working anymore but it's
1: His arthritic fingers, nope, I will play.
0: <laughs> was that your first experience going to Edinburgh like, and doing a show when you graduated or had you been and performed before that, then?
1: That was the second performance. I'd been, uh, I think the first ever Edinburgh I went to, I went to visit Alex when she first started working there. It was about 10 years ago. Um, and since then, every year we've been um, we've had, we've got family in Scotland, so it's, it's always like a familiar place. We've uh, been a lot. Um, so every year it became a thing of going to, going into the fringe. Um, and then I, I teched for Alex and uh, her show, um, in 2013. Maybe? No, it must've been earlier than that. When she graduated, it was her third year of drama school, so I'm not sure. I can't remember dates. Um but yeah, Tech <laughs> for them, visited, and then in second in my second year of drama school, uh one of the modules is to do um an ensemble show and take it um to Edinburgh. Oh, nice. Fundraise and everything, and I was in the part of the year group that did the Laramie project. Um, Great show. And, oh my god, like so good, and it just was one of those shows that we loved performing you were a hot sweaty mess by the end of it like you you worked hard by the end of it and it's such a a horrific story that it felt like an important one to tell and and when we took it to edinburgh it just did really well and and we know a lot of that was because of the history of the play um but yeah i think we did a a good version for we won a bobby for it um, oh very nice mad like um and i I was in charge of like the a, a lot of the edinburgh organizational stuff um a like lot I, I sort of the venue and, and and stuff like that so they phoned me um to say oh you've won a bobby so we're going to come into your next performance and, and give it to you but don't tell anyone are you with any of your cast now and i was like yeah yeah and because I was sat with a group of people I was like no 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 I'm fine yeah yeah cool cool, cool. so I had to like I hung up and they were like oh what was that and I was like oh just they would um we've printed the wrong flyers like they're gonna put them up and stuff and I was like oh my gosh I can act <laughs> like yeah, that, one, the that one just like know, guys yeah it's about flyers I've never thought so quickly in my life um but um no and it was it was such a surreal feeling because then like it all happened and I said to my mum and dad I was like oh you should come and see the show again and my dad was like come on I've already seen it like three times um and I was like just come just come and see it once more um and yeah they came in at the at the end of it um and gave it to us and everyone was like trying to go off stage I was like oh I just I think there's someone in the like they're coming just in the court. I think just wait like here for a minute just take another bow I think um and and yeah so it was really nice and our director was chuffed and so I mean, it was just completely unexpected um so yeah really proud of that one and like that show um and because it was just such a lovely ensemble like we all really like worked well I think together um and yeah then the next year it was Lemon Drizzle and um, then we visited and then it was the Pandemic
0: Oh, yeah. And so, and so that was no, there was no, there was no fringe. I want to just springboard back into trampolining and ask, can you do a backflip? I can. Can you?
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know if I probably have to do a couple of practices um, uh, and not break my neck. Uh, but yes, I, I have done in the past and I know the theory. So if I get back on a trampoline, I should be able to do it.
0: <laughs> I can't believe I've never asked you that before. Really? I think that's like the first person that's ever said yes. Most yeah. people say no if, they, if they've done any kind of form of uh, like gymnastics or and That's usually what's the theory? How do you do it?
1: So basically, it's like lifting up to the top. So it's the same as a as a front somersault, really. Because my favourite move is a barani, because no the only certain people have heard of it and they think you're making it up. Um, but a barani is like if you go up, start a somersault, and in the air you do a half twist and land. Um, so, but it's the same theory of you're just lifting your weight and then bringing your legs to to you I'm trying to show you it's a podcast um,
0: <laughs> no no that makes sense so you, like so your legs kind of yeah. come so up like,
1: yeah you'll go you want to go up and bring your core bring your legs into your core and take that momentum and then kick your legs down do
0: That's you course. need to be able to do a, a handstand to be able to do that or is it more about the strength of the core
1: core I'd say core yeah because I don't yeah hand no hands wouldn't I mean because I'm trying to do a handstand now, not now, like, <laughs> not, not <laughs> um, um, but like the yoga stuff as well. So I kind of, I've been practicing like headstands and handstands, headstands, fine. Handstands,
0: not time. Yeah. Head, headstands are like, apart from if you, there's too much forward momentum and you kind of roll over, but apart yeah. from that, they're relatively
1: yeah, easy. Yeah core stuff like if you can just hold that in which sometimes I really can't um and I do fall over so now I just haven't got the confidence not to do it in front of a wall now but handstands I mean anyone that can do a handstand nicely I'm so jealous
0: yeah I I don't know how people do it what's the, the back but do you not get nervous about the possibility of breaking your neck or do you just have to kind of bypass that
1: I did I did when I was first doing it but then once, because then I started, uh, I did the uh, back somersault to seat and then a, a straight back. Straight back is scary, but it's a bit more like one, once you do it and you know you can do it. And again, it's all in the core. You've just got to hold yourself really tight. Um, and I, I, I don't think I could do a straight back now. I think I really would cap myself, um, but... I can't even remember what the question was. I'm just talking about it. <laughs>
0: um, I'm
1: just like, oh, any, no. any any
0: neck fear? Any neck breakage fear?
1: There's a move that people do, and I don't know if I'll be able to describe this through speech, um, but you basically end up um, at an angle with your head to the trampoline and your legs diagonally behind. So you you go to somersault, oh what's it called i can't remember but at the last minute then you tuck your head under and land oh and do, the full, do the full complete the somersault and and land um yeah i could never do that i didn't get to that stage i left before then i went to drama <laughs> just
0: just left and went i'm going to chuck myself headfirst into something else that's uh equally as scary yeah. so Return to Elm House, where we met, was that that your first um, B.A.C. show? And obviously you were part of the Beatbox Academy, but was Return to Elm House the big B.A.C. beginning?
1: Yeah, I mean, because I'd done a lot with with the Beatbox Academy before, but outside of that, then it was Elm House was like the first graduation from Beatbox Academy into the, the B.A.C. building. Um, which was really nice because it, you know, I, I love Beatbox Academy so much and kind of the more you do at BAC, you suddenly realise that it's this like just web of, of loveliness and like, <laughs> and the people that you work with and talk to and it, it was great to do something uh, outside Beatbox Academy just to spread out um, but yeah, I never stopped. I think even during rehearsals for Arm House, Conrad had asked me if I wanted to come and do this gig for Beatbox Academy and stuff. So it's, it's just like this, it's so lovely everything being in the same building.
0: So Cronkton Nights.
1: <gasps> yeah. How
0: did, <laughs> how did that come about? That was with Pilot Theatre, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, so this was a Conrad Murray um. Again, I'm, I I always full name him because I'm like you know the legend that is Conrad Murray. Um, he started and runs the Beatbox Academy, and he has since now kind of really branched out. Is doing loads of workshops, teaching people, and also become a musical director. Um, and he was on board with Pilot Theatre to be the musical director, and he would ages ago, um. I think that's the summer before the auditions and stuff. We were just chatting and he showed he pulled out this book Cronkton Knights. And he was like, "Oh, I'm doing a sh- I'm doing the show like I'm just reading it now they want me to come on board and do." It. I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing, that's so cool." So I said, "Oh, give me the name of it and I'll read it." So I just got it and I read it and I was like this would be so cool as like a as a, a musical like a beatbox musical. Um and I was in Edinburgh in the August and Connor told me that the casting had gone out so I was like right I'll put a tape in Um, and it was a a, a free for all casting Um, and I put a tape in you had to do one of the speeches and sing or beatbox Um, so I did that and yeah I got an audition and I was in Edinburgh and they said the auditions on Friday and I was like I'm in Edinburgh (laughs) oh my god Um, so I flew down and it was me and my mum had arranged to like stay another night. Uh and I was meant to be seeing Frankenstein that night, which was the, the BAC Beatbox Academy show. Oh yeah. And I, and I was like, I have to come back, I have to see it in Edinburgh. So I did. I flew down at like four o'clock in the morning, did my audition, flew back to Edinburgh, <laughs> saw Frankenstein and I saw Comrade after it. Um and he knew then that I had the part. But they didn't. They told him not to tell me. Okay. Um, so I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, no, I think you did pretty well. Like, I think, I think it would have gone well. Like, I spoke to them and they were like, yeah, they like really positive. And I was like, no, I don't want to put like, because obviously, like, I know you and I, I don't ever want to rest on my laurels. I was like, no, no, no. Um. And then he told me later, he was like, yeah, I knew then. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> um. Yeah, and it took ages, and they, yeah, I found out like late September, and it was just oh, wow. like,
0: so it was actually like a long time, like to wait to find out. It wasn't like the next yeah. day or anything
1: no, wow no, no no it was a long time but I just like tried to forget about it and secretly hoping I was like come on please um but yeah and then went to Coventry in January the 5th uh, last year oh god oh, wow. again this year I was like oh my god um but we didn't get to finish the tour which was really sad
0: oh yeah yeah because when I saw you at the Lowry yes yeah in yeah. Which I looked at the dates today, and you were there from the tenth to the thirteenth, and then that was it. That was it. Yeah.
1: So we did, we did Manchester, and we were really lucky because we came off state. They cancelled the Saturday, I think, and we wonder whether it was something to do with COVID, but for whatever reason, um, the whole building was kind of shutting down on that Saturday, and we, we did the Friday performance and it was like, it was great. Like we came off stage and we were like, Oh my God, that was such a nice one to finish on. Uh, uh, Then came home and we went out, out on, on that Friday night. We went to Canal Street, had the best night. Like it was just mad. And then some, some people went back to London. Some people went straight to Derby, uh, which is the the next place. And we were in Derby for a, for a day. Um, And then we got the call. And so some people, Still weren't there but there were about five of us that were in derby and then they they used the words stand down i was like oh god oh, stand no. down nights nice. and it was it was really horrible but we had like a final kind of last meal before um we all went around and like cooked all of our weekly shop that obviously we'd all just gone out and bought and we just had a, a really nice night and then yeah next day we came home and it was done
0: did you enjoy working on uh Cronkton nights
1: i loved it the the cast of that show like oh my god every day you went into rehearsals and we just had the best time like they are the the loveliest bunch of people um and like esther and corey and Conrad um and ruth and and pd like we just it was just such a nice group of people in a room to work with and bounce off and like they loved music so much that all the music that we made up because everything was like written and created by us in the room and everything that we came up with it just had there was different styles in there like people people realized that they could do stuff that they had never done before um and and all of that a, a lot of that comes down to comrade's process of like bringing somehow like finds hidden talents or like brings out talents that people have like kept buried for years um he brings them out and and people suddenly come out with these incredible lyrics incredible beats and, and melodies and stuff like that and it was just brilliant it was just such a, a lovely lovely time um and corey's movement stuff like every day we would start with bodycon so it's the just the group warm-up and we just make each other hurt and but it was so fun and you didn't mind doing it um yeah it's fab i miss it so much i miss them we have zooms we're great
0: (laughs) that's good yeah. yeah those things like when it's like movement and then you're just like just all together just working on it pushing yourself it's yeah it's amazing did you have longer to rehearse because of that aspect of creating all the music and everything yourself or was it just a standard
1: we had about i can't remember if it was four or five weeks but it was a it was a nice amount of time and the first week was all music um which it it had its challenges because i think we hadn't really picked apart the script fully but i think we because we'd all obviously read it and knew the story knew what was happening and and was like right we're we're gonna create this song for that moment um and it was the biggest icebreaker like by the end of that week we were all like oh my god i love you like because because it's that feeling of like when i remember i think it was like the the wednesday or thursday of that week and we had been split into groups and some of the boys had been asked to do this riot song and uh some of the the other like four of us had gone off to do um one of amy's songs and and we came back in the room and we were sharing them and the boys came out with this riot song and it was so slick already they'd had about a couple of hours and the lyrics they were coming out with i don't think it changed if you if you um see the show now there's a recording of it if you it was on youtube for a bit um if you see that And if you saw that initial recording in the like just us on our phones recording it in the rehearsal room, I don't think it changed a bit because it was just perfect. And the like we would just jump at like as soon as someone like drop a lyric, we'd be like, oh my god, that's (laughs) amazing! Like just had the best time. Um, And yeah, it. it, I can't remember your question. I was just. just, Um, (laughs)
0: just... I I can't remember what I said. I think it was about Uh, how long you had to um... rehearse. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think just that, like that kind of bonding through music, like as cheesy as it sounds, like that's what it was Like we just had the best time in that first week that from that, if there was a problem, it, it was all right. And we kind of all have each other's back. Um, and it was just lovely when we first started to get to tour it, um, my, a lot of us stayed together and in, in Manchester, we, we stayed in a big house together. Um, and it was just mad. It was lovely. It was so fun. Messy, but it's fun. <laughs> it really fun.
0: That's great. That's really cool. Did you have, did you, how many places did you tour? Do you have a favourite venue where you performed?
1: Yes, yeah, so we went to Coventry was first, then uh, York. That was it. Yeah. York, Brighton, Manchester. And then we were meant to do Derby, Huddersfield and Peckham. And I think all of us were looking forward to Peckham because the there were i think there were loads of schools booked in oh nice an intimate space and it's going to be tight and small but we were just i think we were so excited because we were coming back to london quite a few of us were from london um and i just think there was a few of us that were really looking forward to it and we got it it didn't get to there but i think i loved york york theater is is beautiful and actually i mean york uh, york in itself is a Beautiful, wonderful place. Yeah. Um, Coventry. Oh my god, I I have such a soft spot in my heart for Coventry now because I lived there for like seven weeks while we were rehearsing and performing and stuff. That theatre is beautiful. um Corey is so passionate about it because it's his theatre, and i just it's lovely. Brighton was great because it's Brighton. Like Manchester yeah. was great because we were living together and in it's incredible theatre. Like. Ah, uh, it was such a good thing to have just before lockdown I'm so lucky that 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 was my experience just before lockdown got more gutting I think that it got cancelled <laughs> but oh my god so good so so good
0: yeah it was a great show I love seeing it in Manchester and it was just it was everything it was everything created on state like was that music or was it all created by your voices?
1: All created on stage by our voices, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I think there was, a, a, there's a starting note at the very beginning, um, which I know Conrad didn't want. It <laughs> was like, nah, just remember the note, remember the note. Because um, he's all about like, just strip it back and, and just the, the voice. There was just a starting note at the beginning that we kind of go, ooh, um, <laughs> and carry on on. Um, and I think, yeah, maybe a couple of sound effects throughout that, maybe through the music that, I don't know, added something. I can't remember. But yeah, not, it was all, it was all us, yeah. That's,
0: that's incredible. Was that? did you know that before, like going into it, or was that like a moment that was kind of revealed to you as like rehearsals went on?
1: I, I know I did okay um, and i'm really expecting it because obviously i i knew frankenstein yeah um, Had performed in frankenstein before had done the beatbox academy stuff i was like no no no. all of it's from the mouth and i know conrad and he's gonna make sure that it's all from the mouth and i remember when when he first said it in rehearsals and they were like what yeah but like we'll record the beat or something and he was like no no it's you and then even the sound guy like <laughs> he was like um adam he was like no well yeah i'll record this and record that and conrad was like no, we'll just do this <laughs> um so yeah it was interesting having the conversations but um because it's possible like um did you see frankenstein
0: yeah i did yeah
1: like once you've seen that and you know that it's possible it it just becomes well yeah why not why yeah
0: but
1: like, let's aim for that and then if we need the support like if we're adding that movement i mean in Cronkton, there's a there's a movement sequence in it where we're all kind of like slow motioning like off this um off the middle central piece and we're all kind of going like trying to keep a note out while being flipped over <laughs> and it's, it's those challenges where you're just like hmm do we add something no no we don't we carry on <laughs> um and I, th- I think we got away with it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> So yeah, that must have been, so it must have been really challenging then, just the whole, the show. But I suppose, were you, you must have been used to it from Beatbox Academy. Did anyone yeah. else, did, oh, also speaking like about music and stuff, was everyone else a singer? Um...
1: No. Oh, okay. No, um, I think, I think everyone had like sung before. And I remember Amy, cause she, she's a wicked singer. She's so good. And I think... Even at, like, at the start, she was like, oh, no, I can't do that. I can't, I can't do that. And then suddenly she hits this note in one of the songs um, and she was like, oh, no, I can't I can't do it. And then we were just like, yes, you can, yes, you can, yes, you can. Um, and she's an incredible singer. She hits it every time. It's wicked. Um, and I know, yeah, a couple of the others kind of didn't sing before, but then they come out and they're, they're beatboxing and, and rapping. And and, and I think a, a lot of them did like spoken word and, and rap and stuff. And some of them definitely did sing, um, and I think and Kai definitely beatbox before. Simmy beatbox a little bit before, but then fully like goes into it in in this and and I saw and what was I looking at the other day? I don't know, but I saw beatboxer on like some kind of profile. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm stalking Simi apparently. Um, so I was like, I'm trying to think, what did I look at? <laughs> um, but yeah, but um, I think I think everyone through it got better at what they either did or didn't do before they found something that they could do or they got better at something that they could do i definitely got better through through that just the stamina apart from anything <laughs> yeah i loved it <laughs>
0: that's great and then into lockdown
1: and then into lockdown <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah um it's been a funny one i mean i've managed to as i said like i've done a couple of r d's and, stuff and um on online and then yeah done a couple of in-person RDs, which so lucky to be able to do um but yeah it's been tricky because i think this year and it's always it was always going to be this probably for everyone someone could come up with something like this but this year was going to be the first year that i looked at it and i was like i could be employed for the whole year you know
0: okay
1: and i was like oh my god i'm not gonna i'm not gonna anything but possibly um and i never would have thought that but and then it didn't happen <laughs> I was well, like, no. oh, okay. okay but it just means i think a lot a lot of things where they can people are holding on to things and when when things can open up they've got these projects ready to go and i really really hope that people can hold on to them and just hold on to the will and the money the money and, and yeah. to do it later, I really, really do. Um, I think it's just a, a waiting game and seeing who can who can stick it out the longest, and that's really sad to to think like that. But I feel like that it's a it's a battle of wills. Is is lockdown? And
0: it's... I think it is. It really is. It's just that I did think the other day. I was like, just. So just holding on, it's like holding on with all the strength just to like not.
1: You can last a long like holding your grip, like
0: yeah, like don't let go. <laughs> just don't let. Warrior, no.
1: <laughs> Please, don't let go. Oh.
0: Just do those burpees. Just do them again.
1: Yes, get. do those burpees. I think it's funny because it's just it's it's really hard because I th- I know some people. Um, and this is mostly through Twitter that I know. Um, I know some people have kind of taken this time and gone. You know what? I I don't want to do this anymore and I'm going to go and do this now. And that's great, like to have that time of like self-reflection and, and do that and, and and realize, hang on, how do you want to live your life? Because sometimes it's not fun. The waiting, sometimes, it's not fun. Or any of the time waiting, the, the waiting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, there's other things that have come out of it, like the, the strike a light thing of um, uh, the paid artists opportunities. Like, that's incredible. Just apart from anything like a social experiment, if it works, oh, yes. Like uh and if if more people can offer that, like it will change the whole the whole game, I think.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's just like and different different things and working out that there's different ways to tell stories and explore things and yeah. and all that sort of stuff. I've got one last thing to ask you. Yeah. <laughs> can you
1: Oh God, well
0: Give us a rendition of I'm with you by Avril Lavigne, please. I
1: can't even remember it. God. What is it? How does it go? Um Oh I honestly I couldn't tell you how it goes.
0: I think it starts with standing on the bridge.
1: Oh st- Oh, standing on a bridge and waiting in the dark, hoping you'll be here by now. Something in the rain. I can't remember the words. Amazing. Oh my God. I'm gonna. I'm gonna... So oh
0: my God.
1: I'm gonna have to go listen to that now. Oh, it's so sad. So much pain in that song. It is. There is. Oh. That's it. Yes. Yes. Thank I'm you.
0: Well, I'm going to let you go.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun chatting.
0: <laughs> Thanks for coming on. It's been really fun. I've really enjoyed it.
1: Yay. I'm so glad. I thought I'd waffle through the whole thing, and I think I kind of did, but I had a lovely time waffling this time, which I don't usually do. So.
0: <laughs> That's good. Okay, bye, Kate. Bye. It's a day.